Hello there and welcome to another podcast of What A Week That Was. This is the 7th of October 2022 and I'd like to thank you for uh, downloading this or streaming it or just listening to it. Uh, don't forget to tell your friends, relatives, whether you agree, disagree with what I say, whether I shall be the next world uh, president, not that we've had one yet, or whether or not I should be uh, put in a room with padded walls and uh, in a straitjacket. Either way, um, just let people know that we're here. Uh, there's no charge for these things. Uh, it is free. I stream them live every week at 8pm UK time on a Friday. And uh, that is on YouTube. So again, what a week that was. And you can, uh, you can see what I'm actually talking about because sometimes it's a bit visual. But most of the time I try and make it not visual so you, you actually get a gist of what is going on. Anyway, uh, enough of that. It is time to start the live broadcast. Um, this week we will be talking about various different things, uh, but I'll go through that as soon as I start the live broadcast. Bim, guess what? We're live. It's Friday. It's 8pm-ish. And it is what a week that was on the 7th of October 2022. And this week we've got a lot to discuss. From uh, strikes, Eurovision, um, tragedies um, all over the world to be fair. Uh, Ukraine, uh, Liz Truss, um, lots and lots and lots of things. Um, and, and of course, <laughs> how could I forget? The American news, because everyone loves the American news. Um, so yeah, uh, welcome. And don't forget to join in the chat. Uh, that's what we've got the uh, chat open for. So if you want to join in, put your uh, two penneth in, um, then by all means feel free to let me know what you think about what we're talking about. Uh, just bear with me though, because sometimes if you're a bit of a lag, I might have moved on to the next thing when you type something in. Um, so just bear with us on that one. Anyway, um, I've been speaking to my uh, podcast people, which reminds me, don't forget this is available on podcast as well. So just type in what a week that was on Spotify or wherever else you get your stuff from and it will pop up. You might have to scroll down a little bit, but you will find it and you'll be able to listen to this whilst you're doing your, uh, whatever you do, while you're listening to podcasts. I mean, I don't know, I've never listened to a podcast, I just make them. It's like I don't really watch YouTube because I make it. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Oh, we've got some breaking news today uh, and it's moderately good news. Moderately being the operative word. Um, the Eurovision city that is going to host uh, the Eurovision Song Contest for 2023 um, is going to be uh, Liverpool. Uh, Ukraine won the actual contest and um, well, obviously due to the circumstances going on in Ukraine at the moment um, they are uh, unable to host it and amazingly Sam Ryder, who I can't stand, um, he came second so therefore by default we get to host it. I just hope that Liverpool don't think that they've won it, and they do host it, and remember that um, it is actually not for them, it is for the Ukrainians that they're doing this for. But it's going to be on the um, on the dock, uh, well, on the on the bank of the um, River Ribble, um, Mersey even, Ribble, Ribble, uh, the River Mersey, uh, in the uh, big place they've got there where they do concerts and whatever. I always thought that was small. I walked past it a few times. It doesn't look that big. But then I've seen it inside when it's full of people because he showed it on a video and it was like, oh my word, that is massive. Hi JT and Rachel. Uh, welcome along. 
Um, try and do this as upbeat as I can, but there are stuff, there is stuff that's happened this week that I can't really upbeat, unfortunately. Uh, difficult topics, um, including Thailand and Gateshead, uh, amongst many other places as well. So uh, it's an alternative look at the news, and we will try and um, keep it as light-hearted as we can. Um, one thing I did notice at the start of the week, uh, and that is that um, they've cloned um, Arthur Scargill, uh, but now he's called uh, Mick Lynch. Uh, and he isn't the NUT leader because there aren't any miners left now in the United Kingdom. He's a rail union leader, the RMT. Uh, and he seems to think that the population of Britain is behind him on all these strikes that they're having. And I don't know many people who use the trains, I'll be honest. But I know people who've been inconvenienced by the lack of trains and people I've spoken to about it are not supporting it. Um, one of my mates was a police officer. Um, he quit, just a standard police officer, he quit to become a railway engine driver um, because he earns more money and it's less hours. And they want a massive pay rise as well. I'm like, no, there are people out there who need more money and I don't think people on 30 plus grand a year are necessarily fall into that category. Give them a pay rise, but I think it's just ridiculous. And like I said at the beginning of all this, the strikes were all about conditions and all that, not about pay. Um, but now they kind of forget the conditions bit and they just kind of mention the pay. Now we're all struggling for money, um, but going on strike for me is not a thing that you should do for your fellow people on this planet. Um, especially when they need to get to work or hospital appointments or go and see sick relatives or whatever. Um, one or two strikes, work to rule maybe. So you, none of your members do overtime, um, that kind of thing. You know, if you're on a day off, you're on a day off. That would disrupt the trains. But to have the, all these strikes, it's just pathetic in my humble opinion. However, <laughs> I like contradicting myself. Uh, Redcar. Now, I went to Redcar, uh, I think it was last year, um, and I did a video there for the uh, Let's Walk Round. Um, I think it was. Was it Let's Walk Round? Was it Let's Explore? No, it was Let's Walk Round. Uh, and in the distance was the steelworks. Well, they've been blowing the steelworks up. Um, and this is a picture of a major part of the steelworks coming down, changing the uh, skyline forever because it's very flat round there. Um, and I keep thinking how short-sighted we are. We've shut down our steelworks um, and our mines and we're relying on imports from... China. I mean, more steel now comes from China because it's cheaper. It doesn't mean it's better quality. It's certainly not environmentally friendly because the Chinese just don't understand the environmental impact that they're having on the planet. Or if they do, they don't care. And then it's got to be shipped halfway around the world to get to us. So where's the environmental friendliness in that? They're undercutting us because the people who are working for them are practically on slave wages, which is nothing. Um, so that's why our steel industry is gone, but we should have supported it. So we wouldn't be in the situation we are now, where we're relying on um, China, uh, who is possibly going to get sanctions against it fairly soon. Um, like we've learned from Russia. I mean, you, you look at Russia, Europe have been saying, you know, we need we need gas and everything. We're not going to get it ourselves. We'll just buy it off Russia. Of all the people to buy it off, you don't buy it off the school bully. You wouldn't go to, rather than going to the snack shop, the tuck shop at school, 
you wouldn't go up to the school bully and ask him to go and buy your sweets for you, would you? Um, have you have you seen that in China they're planting mountain uh, painting mountains green to fool locals into thinking greenery is growing there? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, but yeah, we we basically multiple governments. I mean, you can blame the Tories for the coal mines and everything, but I mean, Labour have been in as well in between for ten years with Tony Blair, you know, the warmonger, um, well, criminal even, and they have basically left the country's production of stuff desolated. Uh, and the problem you're getting is the people who know how to do all this are either, reti either retiring or dying. That's probably, yeah, it's YouTube telling me I'm online. Great, brilliant, well done. So, uh, yeah, it's... It's just pathetic. We deserve everything we get, let's be honest, um, on this one. Now, as you know, um, Olivia Pratt-Covell, who was uh, nine years old, was murdered in her uh, own house when a guy ran in who was being chased by another guy um, with a gun, or two guns apparently, who uh, shot in the house and injured uh, Olivia's mum. Uh, injured the guy he was chasing but killed Olivia now this happy chappy here uh, on the left is now been charged and remanded in custody uh, until his crown court appearance next year and I hope he genuinely gets everything that he, he deserves uh, and more as well because th there's just no excuse for running around streets with a gun full stop but then to go in someone's house and start firing off willy and nilly um no it's it's just wrong on every everyone else hello bobster and hello sweet almonds hope you're both well as well um bobsters a newbie newbie anyway welcome uh list trust oh god list trust you can't trust list trust um now when she was being elected for, or when she was doing the um, election uh, campaign to become leader of the Conservative Party, then the uh, Prime Minister of Britain, um, she came up with this, uh, I can't remember what it was, it was so pathetic, she came up with this this brilliant plan that she would do as soon as she become in power. And everyone was like, you can't do that, you can't do that, it's rubbish, you can't do that. And she, she said, we're definitely going to do this, I'm going to do stuff that's not doesn't make me popular, I am going to do this. Um, I'm going to be the Iron Lady, uh, I'm going to be the new Margaret Thatcher, which is like the worst thing you possibly say anyway, um, and we're going to do this, and we're going to make a change. A day later, that is no longer one of my policies, we are not doing that, that is not a policy. Uh, kind of new, just quiet, I've been watching you a while now, <laughs> no worries, as long as you're not a stalker, that's fine. Um, anyway, when she did the, uh, was it quasi Quartang, uh, her new... Um, well, it's her only, um, Chancellor of the Exchequer did his uh, not-budget, mini-budget a couple of weeks ago, and they said they're going to scrap the uh, increase to 45% for the high-wage earners, and it called a massive, caused a massive furore everywhere, and everything went downhill, the pound went down, uh, mortgage rates went up, uh, the uh, mortgage providers removed mortgages, so you couldn't have mortgages on a certain thing, because... They didn't think people would be able to afford them or they would lose money from it. Basically, the entire economy tanked. 
Uh, and she's like, yeah, well, we, we need to do things that are different. We need to do things that make a change and will make Britain better and make people want to come to Britain, like scrapping bankers' bonuses uh, limits so they can earn as much as they want now. I mean, yeah, it's great if you're a banker, but if you're a, a single mum with two kids living in a flat in Rotherham um, on state benefit, it's not going to help you at all, is it? Um, anyway, there's a massive uproar about it, and even the day before a conference, she's like, no, we've we, got to do this, we need to do this, it's going to help, blah, 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 blah. And then the day that uh, Quasi was going to do his uh, big speech in the morning, uh, guess what? Another U-turn. So that's two massive U-turns she's done in, what, six to eight weeks? Uh, and she's the own lady, you know, the lady who's not for turning. Um quite quite scary indeed another thing she said which uh, while she was being interviewed for the uh, position of becoming the uh, prime minister was that there'd be no gas shortages and there would be no need for uh, power outages i.e power cuts um, and then this week there's a possible significant risk of gas shortages says a lot of people because obviously of what's going on in Ukraine. So you've got Liz Trust saying, no, it's fine, everything will be okay. And now we find out that they're actually considering doing three-hour rolling electricity um, outages. So I'm old enough to remember just the power cuts in the 1970s, which were organised. I mean, I, di I didn't understand how they worked, but my mum knew when they were going to happen because she lit a candle and then lights went out. Um, so, and we'd sit next to the gas fire uh, on the floor um, and we'd play cards on, in candlelight and everything until it was bedtime. Um, and I remember that from the 1970s and I don't see how we want to go back to that. But then, this is when I kind of agree with Liz Truss, and I've said this many times, I even said it before Liz Truss said it, I'll be honest with you. We are relying too much on energy from other countries, whilst we are sat on huge amounts of stuff. Uh, love your driving wigger of his, isn't it, for Pem? Uh, so your stuff is interesting to me, buddy, plus... Uh, I am too old to stalk anyone. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. We're all we're all getting there, mate. Um, thank you, Bobster. So, th these power cuts that they're on about, uh, Liz Trust says it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, it, everything's going to be fine. Uh, we've got supplies uh, in in backup and all that, but we haven't. Um, but we we sat on all our own. We've got oil. We've got gas. I mean, fracking, yeah, okay, fracking isn't the greatest idea, but we're sooner, we're people sooner have fracking than no electricity three times a week. And the other thing was, they said, what we're going to do is, we're going to restrict the amount of gas to big industries if the gas gets low. So, big industries include power stations. Now, as we've just seen, we're, we're blowing up a lot of, infrastructure that we've relied on for years now they've said there's a couple of power stations coal power stations that are being allowed to um, stay open which were due to be shut down uh, and they're mothballed but they're there for emergencies there's no way we can go green and have enough power to power the whole country bearing in mind that they're trying to get everyone to have electric cars which use even more power 
uh, from the grid. So we are gonna we're gonna have to do something drastic. No matter what we do, if we if there was a say COVID come to Britain, and it was a super strain and killed everyone in Britain, um, well the whole of the United Kingdom, uh, and no one no one returned, uh, so it was just an empty dead island. It wouldn't make a bit of difference to global warming. At the end of the day, we are too insignificant. We're too small as a, as, as a country, as a landmass, to actually make any difference. So if we got wiped out, um, and obviously we won't be using any, uh, any energy or anything, uh, it wouldn't make any difference. What you need to do is you need to get America, India, China, Russia, uh, all the massive countries to actually, you know, do something properly, to actually stop the global warming. In the meantime, we need to build nuclear power stations because wind turbines, even wave turbines, um, and solar do not give um, a steady energy 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. I mean, solar doesn't work when it's dark or very, very cloudy. And wind doesn't work, wind power doesn't work when it's not windy. And there are not many places that are tidal 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. So nuclear is the only way forward. But it takes years to build nuclear power stations. So in the meantime, we need to get back to basics, I'm afraid. And we need to take a step back and we need to look at how we can sustain ourselves so we don't have power cuts and we don't have outages and we don't have shortages. Um, and the whole world should do that. I mean, it's just pathetic how... Like I said before, we're relying on the world's bully um, to provide us with everything we need. Or the, the two world bullies, which is China and Russia. Um, it, it, it just beggars belief. Uh, and if it wasn't affecting so many people, you'd say, oh, let them, you know, let the people who have chose this rot. But uh, unfortunately, we can't because it's affecting everyone. Um, on a lighter note... Uh, in Wales, uh, oh, I see reporting a rise in COVID again, but they will report how many die from starvation, freezing to death this winter. I guess not. That's a good. That's a good point, Bobster. Um, yeah, I noticed that on the news that they said you know COVID's gone up. It's still minuscule, but it, it's gone up. It's going to go up because it's cold. It's dark earlier, so people are going to meet inside and they're going to spread it like that. And as long as it's not a really bad variant, the country should be okay. Uh, what we need to do is make sure the hospitals are not overloaded and that's when we need to take drastic action but until then I think we just carry on as we are uh, but yeah you're right how many will die from starvation and freezing this winter hopefully it's a mild winter maybe a wet winter because if it's wet it's not snowing if it's not snowing there's no ice it's a bit warmer so maybe we want to pray for a wet winter we don't want to pray for one where it's Beautiful sunshine, not a cloud in the sky, and then it's minus 5 degrees, minus 10 degrees at night. Because, yeah, that will be uh, a tragedy, uh, particularly if we've got power cuts on at the same time. Anyway, back to Wales. Uh, this Welsh beach in Wales had this um, rather strange object or objects all tied together with rope wash up on the beach. Uh, and it turns out uh, it's cocaine. Um, and it was possibly, well, yeah, it would have been left in the sea, uh, just underneath the water line, um, ready for collection by some drug dealers. And it had washed up on the beach and dog walkers found it and they reported it to the police. And I was like, oh, yeah, but how much money's worth is there there? I mean, you know, gas prices are going up and everything. Maybe just chuck that in the back of the car and, you know, 
go and meet one of your mates who knows a mate who knows a mate um and you know you know get some uh, get some anyway no that's illegal don't do that you'll go to prison for that uh, but yeah they did the right thing and they reported it to the police um and the police went out and they actually found a bit more as well uh, mainly because they were looking for these blue and white uh, containers that were obviously stopping it from sinking to the uh, the bottom and they found a few more bits and pieces as well so yeah north wales it was um on the west coast of north wales un underneath anglesey so if you want to go for a, a walk somewhere i might be worth going i don't know um and then we had a fairly local tragedy um a poor woman in her 60s uh, was mauled to death by up to six American pit bull dogs. Um, now, apparently, reading between the lines, she knew the dogs. I don't think she lived in the property, but she knew the dogs. Um, and sadly, they, they attacked her and, and she passed away. All the dogs have been humanely um, destroyed and the person who owns them has been arrested but then released on bail. But isn't there a law against these um, dogs? Um, dangerous dogs and all that I thought there was maybe not uh, that's why I'm a cat man I'll be honest with you because you know unless you're in Africa you very rarely hear of a, a cat um, you know killing anyone so yeah I, I, I prefer cats but it's just awful and yeah the number of people who've been attacked by dogs in the last few months again it's like the 1970s it's like we're in a time warp it's like we're going backwards. I mean, you know, I talked about the RMT earlier on going on strike, but the nurses are being balanced for strike action. Um, you know, it, it just feels like we are going backwards. Power outages, rubbish government, an inept opposition. It just feels like things are going horribly, horribly wrong. Um, tragedy as well. Uh, this young lad here, who's just 14, uh, was stabbed in Gateshead. Uh, by another 14 year old in a park um, sadly uh, he lost his life uh, Thomas um, he was a up-and-coming footballer apparently as well and uh, there were some local teams up north who were scouting him um, but yep sadly uh, knife crime once again for teenagers has come along and taken a life technically it's taken two lives because the person who's allegedly stabbed Thomas has been um, arrested, sent to a magistrate's court, remanded in bail and will be in Crown Court very soon and that's another 14 year old life that's um, been taken, um, not the same as Thomas's but I mean it's two families that have been destroyed as well as a community as well and we hear too much about stabbings, I mean in America it's all shootings uh, but over here knife crime is ridiculous, I mean again you know, I don't want to be, you know, like a Putin-style dictator, but we should have, you know, if you get found with a knife, um, you get six months in prison. End of. If you're walking around with a knife for no reason and you're found, six months in prison. If it happens again, five years in prison. If you stab someone, ten years in prison. If you kill someone, you're in prison for 20 years. We've got to teach the youngsters that knife crime is not a way to solve problems like i say in america it's on a different level but over here we are losing too many not just boys girls as well um 
you know, they've got the whole lives ahead of them and it's just snuffed out uh, in an instant. It's just awful. Talking of awful, Elon Musk. Musk we talk about him? Yes, we musk. I'm sorry. Um, the on-off saga of Twitter. Um, he was going to buy Twitter for 40 million or whatever it is, 40 billion or something stupid. Um, and then he found out that all the Twitter accounts that he thought he was going to get control of were not all real humans. Uh, I mean, the clue was the fact that I think there's practically more accounts on Twitter than what there are people who have mobile phones and computers and whatnot, um, and nearly as much as the population, some of daft like that. It turns out a lot of them are bots, so they're just ones that are made up, and you know, if you've got Twitter, you'll get the odd bot thing coming through. Thankfully, I don't. I'm, I'm, I seem to ignore it, but I have got three Twitter accounts, so... You know, I only use one mainly, but, uh, and the other one, well, one of them I won't use again, uh, and the other one I'll, I'll use on occasion. But um, he's now decided, because he pulled out of this because they told him a pack of lies, basically, for how many people were actually on the platform, that they were going to take him to court and sue him for all the money that he was going to pay for Twitter. I mean, I don't know how that works. You know, if I say I'm going to buy something off you and then change my mind... Well, that's a buyer's prerogative. Uh, even if we've shook on it and then I find out, you know, for example, this remote control. So I'm going to buy this remote control off you and I'm going to give you £10 for it. But then I find out that the, uh, which you didn't tell me before we agreed it, that the battery compartment is all rusted up and the batteries won't work and all the numbers, all the pad things are all sticky because someone spilled coke on it. I'm not going to buy it now. What are you going to do? Sue me for a tenner? It just seems... It's America, though, isn't it? They just seem to sue people for everything. Anyway, Elon Musk now has decided that he is going to buy Twitter, after all, for the amount he originally said, which alleviates any court action that's coming, and his whole point is to make Twitter part of a one-stop app for everything. Now, for me, Twitter is somewhere I get news from, um, and retweet stuff on occasions and very occasionally actually tweet stuff about stuff but I've noticed it's changed there's there's different bits on it now where it's a bit like Snapchat, it's a bit like Instagram they increase the amount of letters and spaces and things you could use, the number increased I think it doubled um, so it's already changed into a multi-platform and it's the one platform I go to before I go anywhere else, so it's like you know, Twitter, then Instagram, um, and then occasionally I'll have a look at uh, Facebook. Um, but that's only for local stuff, and that's not very often either. So he wants to make it into this super, um, it might not be called Twitter, but it, it, this super app that will do everything, possibly even your banking for you, um, and all that kind of stuff. So it's all, it's just one app. Well, I've got a mobile phone. Okay, it's multiple apps, but everything I want to do is on the phone. So if I want a banking app, I can have one. I've got a McDonald's one, so I can scan the uh, little ticket things that you get on the uh, on the bingo. Uh, not the bingo, the Monopoly that's on at the minute, because I found out that someone was actually pausing the video and using the codes. Now, I'm only scanning them so that if you do do that, you ain't going to get anything off it. Uh, Facebook and YouTube is enough for me. Yeah. Like I say, Facebook for me, 
I've, I've deleted that many people off it that I don't get as much crap as I did. Um, but it, it was just like people saying, oh, you know, I'm on the toilet, or, oh, look what I'm having for my breakfast, and, oh, look what so-and-so did, and all that kind of thing. Uh, YouTube, yeah, I do watch, well, I, I do look at YouTube, but again, it's mainly to see how my videos are doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so sad in that respect. It's like a real-life game, isn't it, if you think about it. Um, something that's not real life, but has reached its 60th anniversary, is... James Bonds. Uh, James Bond is 60 years old. Now, the big debate is, uh, you know, we've had um, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, George Lazenby, um, Timothy Dalton, Piers Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. I think that's... So we've had six Bonds. And the big question is, people ask, is is it the same person? Or 007 um, is obviously the name that they give, uh, the number that they give to the uh, for the people who've licensed to kill and all that. So does their name with the 007 become James Bond? So are they actually different people? But they their name when they are in it is James Bond. I watched your drive to Wales in the fog earlier. I enjoyed that. That was a while ago. Crikey, you are digging the... going back in time. <laughs> um, and the thing about James Bond is some of the stories have repeated themselves. So you're like, well, no, that isn't a thing. But then they still reference stuff that's happened before. And I'm like, well, maybe it is a thing. So I get very confused with James Bond. Um, I don't know whether it's one guy's life that they're just repeating and rebooting because there's rumours that they're going to reboot it again now Daniel Craig has finished um, with whoever is the new Bond um, I don't know whether that's going to work or not but it'd be, it'd be interesting to see but one thing that has opened my eyes uh, is particularly with Sean Connery was the way he slapped the girls around um, he was... He wasn't averse to pushing women on the bed or slapping them in the face or, or whatever. He was, uh, he was quite a dab hand at it, really. And I'm like, whoa, you know, we, we need to move on from that. Uh, I mean, even back then, that wasn't right. Okay, they might have been bad ladies. Um, I remember the, uh, was it Thumper and Roger Moore and that other, uh, that other woman? And they were doing uh, karate and throwing each other around in that... Uh, uh, mountain top uh, apartment thing I think it will be James Bond's daughter with how it finished or oh, James Bond's daughter with how it finished yeah but they've said they're not having a woman so I don't know I don't know we'll have to wait and see um, to be fair I don't watch movies um, I've seen two Fast and Furious I've not seen I've seen half a Harry Potter one Harry Potter uh, I watched half of the first remake of Star Trek. Um, I've not watched any Lord of the Rings or any Hobbit. Uh, I've not watched Rocky, never seen E.T. But I have seen every single James Bond movie. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Who's my favourite Bonds? Ugh. 
I don't know. I mean, for me, oh, it's a difficult one. You need to watch... I, I'm getting old, mate. I haven't got long enough to sit down and watch all of the Lord of the Rings. You're not, you're not missing anything. Films are rubbish nowadays, <laughs> sweet old. But, well, no, the way I figure it is, if I become uh, immobile, as some woman said on uh, The Chase today when you get old, uh, I'll have all these movies to watch that I've never seen before. So, uh, yeah, there, there is method in my madness. Um, but I don't know whether I'll live long enough to watch all the Hobbit movies. Uh, I, I did, to be fair, I did put on the first Lord of the Rings movie um, and, I, and I sat down to watch it and then I went to the kitchen and did some washing up uh, and then I hoovered up and then I went upstairs and got some washing and put the washing in the washer. Um, I kept glancing at the telly and they were just walking up a hill, chatting, um, and then I turned it off. Uh, but that took me about two hours to do all that. Uh, and it was still going on, and yeah, couldn't be bothered, I'll be honest. Um, yeah, Sean Connery, because he was the first one, yeah, but I like them all. Um, I mean, I even, a bit controversial, I'm not saying he's my favourite, but I quite like Timothy Dalton, because he was very posh, well he still is, he's not dead, um, very posh, and for me, James Bond should be posh. Um, but then you kind of lose it when he's kind of fighting all these big guys and, and smashing them around. So, yeah, Timothy Dalton was, was good for that. Oh, Sweet Almond said, I like Dalton as well. But I also like Piers Brosnan. I also like Roger Moore. Um, and I like the way that it had been upgraded um, with the last, what, four or five movies. Um, you know, the, the character was more vulnerable. Uh, you know, he got injured more. Um, uh, had not mental health issues, but there were you know there were things going on, which we didn't see in earlier movies. You know, James Bond was always you know aloof to anything going on around him. Um, but you know, sixty years still going strong. I very much doubt we'll be celebrating sixty years of uh, Fast and Furious. Well, I won't be. I'll be dead. But. I can't imagine anyone will be celebrating 60 years of a continuing Fast and Furious uh, franchise in, uh, well, when did it come out? Like 1990, so it'd be 2050, um, 2060, something like that. I can't see that happening. Anyway, who knows? Uh, who would you like to see as the next Bond? I, I don't, the problem is I don't watch enough movies. Uh, to actually think who I'd like to see as the next Bond. Um, so I don't know movie stars that well. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, um, uh, Idris Elba has been mentioned, uh, but he's getting on a bit now. So, you know, maybe the guy, with Tom Hardy, well, yeah, he's, he's, he's the one who played the craze, isn't he? he? He, yeah, I think he is, Tom Hardy. Is that Tom Hardy who played the craze? But yeah, you need someone. But you need someone who's got a bit of about him, which is the only thing Timothy Dalton didn't have. But as also can also carry off suave, you know, when they're in the. Um, uh, I want to tell is the next. You see, but you, you see, you've got to have, you know, we're in a PC world now, so. Well, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of someone. I can't. I mean. Doctor Who is one for me, because um, I like Doctor Who, and the guy that got to do it now, um, I'm not familiar with it at all, I've never seen anything he's been in, 
Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. And I quite liked the uh, the female Doctor, but I much preferred the female. Um, um, ah, what, what's the enemy called? Uh, Master, uh, Missy. Thought she were brilliant in it. I thought really, really good. Um, and I, I think a, a guy who make a good Doctor Who is that Ewan guy who was in Game of Thrones. But I know him. I never watched Game of Thrones, but I know he was in it. Um, but he was he started his career to my knowledge, in Misfits. And he was Simon, the quiet one, who then ended up being like a superhero. And he also did a bit of a comedy as well called Vicious. Um, so he's got multifacets. And I think, you know, to play a hard man, to play a quiet, sensitive person and to do comedy is perfect. And he's about the right age as well. So, you know, if this guy lasts five years, then get Ewan in uh, and get him to do it. Because I think he would be fantastic as the Doctor. Um, because we need one thing I liked about um, oh, is he called the one before the current one? Oh, Capaldi. One thing I liked about Capaldi was the fact he was he reminded me of the old doctors. He's obviously studied the old doctor things, um, and there was a bit. The storyline was crap. They're inside a Dalek. I mean, for God's sake, you know that's just bobbins. But anyway, they're inside a Dalek, and um, I can't remember what the situation was. But the Doctor had to go somewhere and he wanted the companion to uh, chat to the blob thing that we now know is inside a Dalek. Again, I don't think we should know that. I think Dalek should have been more of a mystery than knowing what's inside them. But anyway, um, and, he, and uh, he said, well, you, you just go up there and, you know, and, and sort it out up there with that thing. And he goes, well, how the hell how am I supposed to get up there? You're a clever girl. You'll, th you'll, you'll figure it out and runs off. And I'm like, yeah, that's what the Doctor should be like. Um, and I, I liked him for that, but the, the writing was shocking. The writing was so bad, and then it got worse. The last what three series, or whatever, it, it got too. I'm not saying woke, but there was something not right about it, um, and the quality of it wasn't great. But now we've got Russell T Davis back in charge again, uh, and he's the guy who brought it back to begin with. So fingers crossed, Doctor Who might be watchable again, um, but. Yeah, I digress. We've, see, we've gone completely off track here. I mean, we've got serious things to talk about. We have, actually, sadly. But in a way, this is a good thing. Uh, Ukraine are making speedy and rapid progress in combating the Russian army. Um, dozens of villages and settlements have been liberated and many cities have been liberated as well. Um, basically, Putin's troops uh, are now running away. Um, there's rumours that a lot of them are drunk, they're just drinking, the morale's low, uh, the weapons they've got are no good, and obviously now that he's got these up to 300,000 people off the streets of Russia to go and fight on the front line, I mean, some of them are bankers, some of them are school teachers, some of them are students. They've had very little training, they haven't got the right weapons, and they're sent to a war front where even the professional Russian um, troops have been losing to, I mean, no disrespect to the Ukrainian army, but you wouldn't think that we'd be in the situation we're in now, uh, on day one of the invasion. I'm chuffed we are, don't get me wrong. Um, there's even people in Russia now are actually verbally 
standing up against Putin on national state-run TV. Now, that is unheard of. Um, you know, you are not, you have to tow the Russian line, but they're not, and they're even calling it a war, which is a criminal offence in Russia. You can go to prison for a very long time for calling this a war in Russia. It's military operations. I mean, we all know it's a war, um, but it is just... You know, we've been frightened of Russia for so long. I mean, I remember, you know, the Cold War, uh, East versus West, uh, Reagan and, um, oh, which, which president was it that was uh, parodied in the Two Tribes, Frankie Goes Hollywood video, um, fighting in a, in a ring and then all the rest of the world around cheering them on and betting money about who's going to win. Uh, but no one wins, the world blows up at the end. Um, and, you know, we used to wake up or go to school um, and then on a Friday night or a Friday at school, see on Monday, yeah, unless we get blown up by uh, Brezhnev, I think it was at the time. Um, it was like a running joke. You know, we had these nuclear threats over us all the time. Um, it seems now we've gone back to this and someone's been reported to say that we're closer now, closer now to nuclear war than we have been since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Now, I don't remember the Cuban Missile Crisis. I've never really looked it up, but I know it was a bad place that we are. Because um, Putin is being pushed back, or his troops are being pushed back, from the places that he said will be forever Russia, there are now rumours he's going to send small nuclear bombs to various cities in Ukraine um, to actually stop the war and win because he's that desperate there is no way for him to save face in russia and i've said this from day one pretty much oh well from day six anyway that he's gone in there thinking that everyone would be rushing out of the houses and their apartments waving russian flags kissing all the uh, all the all the russian soldiers and all that i mean he couldn't get it more wrong i mean I think even Liz Truss might think that, you know, well, that's a bit too far, you know. I mean, I know what I did was a bit dodgy, but, you know, I think you pushed it a bit there thinking that you'd be welcomed. Um, it's, he's got nowhere to go, but he, he, he's done this, I think, so that there'll be statues of him in the future, like there are of Lenin, um, and he might get laid out in a big mausoleum, and there'll be big, you know, he, he's the he's the leader who who made... Russia great again. He, he got Ukraine back for the Russians and then probably would go after Hungary and Yugoslavia or Slovenia or, or um, Lithuania and all them uh, and, and get them all and make the USSR again and then he'd be remembered forever. He'd, he'd be immortal in that respect like Lenin is. But no, he's a... Uh, I mean, the, the amount of stuff they've got up to that we've found out already and, and there'll be more that we don't know about yet um, it's like a, it's going to be remembered like, uh, well, a war criminal, which is what he is. Um, a guy who starts something for his own ends and for no other reason than that. And it is a tragedy that he's still there. And I was watching a very short clip of the news a, a minute ago and there was someone on there saying the only way this is going to end is if um, Putin gets a bullet in him or Putin uses one of these missiles that his fellow uh, army guys are saying that he could do 
because that would that would cause World War Three basically, um, and that would end him, but probably end the rest of us as well. Don't know. So we're we're at a dangerous position, but I'd still want Ukraine to be pushing back Putin. Um, it, we can't let him win, but if he spits his dummy out and presses a small red button, not a big red button, then other people are going to press bigger red buttons, and then he's going to press his big red button, and that's it. So, uh, yeah. To be fair, it makes Liz Truss look half decent. I'm lying. Um, talking of Liz Truss, which unfortunately we have to, she um, did her speech, and it was... Well, it says there, get Britain moving. Uh, yeah, we're moving away from the Conservatives. The only problem is, the Labour Party aren't much better. Uh, like I said last week, um, Keir Starmer was going on about, you know, we're going to have this uh, GB Energy company owned by the government. And you're like, yeah, great, that'd be fantastic. But where are you getting the energy from? If you buy it off the current energy companies, well, they're going to want to make profit on it. So you won't be able to charge a lot less than what they're charging or are you going to set up wind farms, nuclear power state, all that that's going to cost billions and billions and billions and it's going to take years to set up so it's a bit like me saying you know I'm going to give you know all these families who are struggling uh, I'm going to give them a million pounds each it's just not going to happen because there isn't any money there to do it so inept opposition and then you've got uh, Angela and then you've got Liz Truss who's oh my god she's so awful it's unbelievable I mean yeah bring back Boris bring back Boris I know that's how desperate I am um, she got interrupted by two protesters in a speech uh, from Greenpeace uh, which I thought was rather ironic because they're, they're, you know, Greenpeace and then the screaming and shouting, which wasn't very peaceful, I thought. And anyway, they got dragged out and um, Liz carried on. And she, she is trying to be Margaret Thatcher too. But the problem of being Margaret Thatcher too, well, I'm always on at eight o'clock, Angela. <laughs> uh, the problem with Margaret Thatcher too is Margaret Thatcher one wasn't great. So why would you want to be Margaret Thatcher too. So she's she's kind of used similars to what other people have said in the past. Um, her, her thing is growth, growth, growth. Um, and she come out with some other crap one-liners. And you're like, you, you're just talking absolute garbage. You know, you are somehow the Prime Minister because some numpty, middle-aged rich southerners thought if they get her in they're going to get some extra money in the wallet um, and well they did for a while or they were going to do but now she's had to backtrack on that um, she just I don't know there's something about her that I detest um, we, we saw her when she was a kid you know teenager um, she's a nana <laughs> when she was uh, in the liberal democrats and she was doing her squeaky speech and she was basically saying that we don't need the monarchy and all this kind of stuff. And then two days after she becomes Prime Minister and meets the Queen, the Queen passes away. 
conspiracy theory. Um, and now she's saying that uh, we've got to trust her to do what it takes. I wouldn't trust her to put a kettle on. I wouldn't trust her to close the curtains. She is... I mean, I, I still can't get... Okay, they only had a choice between Rishi, Rishi Rich, as I used to call him, and uh, Dizzy Lizzy. A bit like we only had Corbyn and Boris at the last general election. I mean, you've got to pick the lesser of the two evils, so I chose Boris, and thank God I did, because can you imagine Corbyn, Corbyn still being in through Covid, through the Ukraine war, through Brexit? Oh, my God, we'd all be wearing red hats and flying Russian flags outside our houses by now. So we chose the right one, but it was the worst of the... It was the best of the worst. Uh, but the Conservative Party... If, completely chose the wrong person um, and they can't see it she's she's in over her head I could probably do a better job than her and I know nothing about politics um, it's it's scary to think that someone like that can actually get to run one of the most perceived powerful countries in the world mind you America have got Biden and they've had Trump, and they did vote Bush in twice. The young one, not the old one. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see how she gets on. There are some people saying that it might work, what she's doing. I'm like, no. No, mate. No. It's not going to work. It's never going to work. Um, and this is the headlines. Holmes face three-hour winter power cuts. Now, it's a Daily Express, so we kind of take it with a pinch of salt. Um, but the, she said all along that... Um, you agree with War Ready? War Ready's not there, is he? I'm confused now. Uh, uh, anyway. Oh, she put me out of a job when I was a pitman. Oh, sorry, Bobster. Uh, you're on about uh, Margaret Thatcher, aren't you? Yeah. But, yeah, and like I said, we're going backwards. So... Time to view live chat. I am viewing live chat. It's just that you, that's the first time you've appeared. Anyway, let's not worry about that. So, um... The, the thing is, Angela, have you seen War Ready until he said, tell him to view live chat? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what you've got to do is we've got to uh, sort out. Um, right, I've given you some power, Angela. Don't blow it. But if you see anyone swearing or being rude or spamming, if you uh, click on there thing and it gives you a chance to put them in timeout which gives them 30 minutes out um, or uh, you can delete the thing or ban them you are in the past we are in the past it is we are we are we are time travelers we are doctor who oh my god i'm the new doctor who and i didn't even know it um right we've got some uh, more news about um liz truss which has come out today uh the smp and nicola sturgeon now I mean, Nicola Sturgeon and Liz Truss 
which one would you choose to run your country? <laughs> um, well, she is saying that um, <laughs> if it was Doctor Who, I would watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it on repeat though because I'd be in it, so I'd have to watch it on repeat. Anyway, um, yeah, Liz Truss apparently has blanked Nicola Sturgeon. And Nicola Sturgeon, who's got their conference coming up, is not best pleased about this. Uh, and, and she's called Liz Trust um, arrogant and disrespectful. And I'm like, yes, we've all known that for ages, except for these rich Tories who voted her in as Prime Minister. Anyway, um, the worst news of the week um, by far has happened in the last 36 hours um, and that's in Thailand and being a grandparent of a two-year-old and a four-year-old it kind of hit home for me. Uh, a nursery is somewhere where your children should be safe um, and to be fair in England because of Dunblane uh, the amount of security to get into schools and similar places is phenomenal um, they've all got massive fences around them they've got gates they've got uh, you, you can't your child is not allowed out of the classroom until uh, their uh, grandparent parent or carer is there to pick them up um, it, it's amazing and I, that should be the same all over the world but sadly in Taiwan um, this nursery, the uh, a, a guy who was an ex-policeman, but it was currently being charged with some uh, misdemeanor, I think it was drugs or something like that, went to pick up his child, his child wasn't there, and he got his knife out, and um, a gun, and has killed 38 people, at least 20 of them, under the age of five. Uh, he then went home, killed his wife, his child, and himself. And you think, you know, you've got to feel for the parents. Um, you've got to feel for everyone in, Taiwan, in, in Thailand. It's just an absolutely horrendous thing to happen. And it turns out that a bit like America, gun licenses and guns are quite easy and legal to own in in thailand so gun crime is quite common in thailand there are, are lots of shootings in taiwan uh, there are lots of gun crime and things like this but never anything on this scale um, i like sturgeon only because she's the only woman i'm actually taller than <laughs> oh dear um, but yeah, I mean, in, in Taiwan, uh, I, I don't know how the village is going to get over something like this. I mean, you know, we had Dunblane, um, very similar circumstances, uh, but the kids were having a nap. So they were all on the floor having a nap like you do. I remember napping at uh, nursery uh, when I was obviously at nursery. <laughs> um, you know, we'd, we'd play Thunderbirds on the slide and then, we'd, you know, the blankets would come out. We'd all and the mats, we'd all have a little lie down, a little snooze, and then we get up again, and then we carry on playing Thunderbirds, or whatever it was we were doing. But, um, yeah, it's just awful. Uh, and I was on, a, you know, I was earlier on I was on about uh, uh, Thomas, the 14-year-old, who got stabbed in Gateshead by another 14-year-old. 
and how horrendous that is and the life's been taken away. But two-year-olds, three-year-olds, four-year-olds and five-year-olds, that's a different level of horrendousness. And obviously the guy has took his life because I don't know what the, what the punishment would be in Taiwan, but you see these horror stories of... Um, uh, wow, <laughs> you see these horror stories of um, people being put in jail in, in other countries and they're not nice places to be. You imagine if you are that guy and you get put in a prison, you are not coming out of there alive. So he basically took the coward's way out. But the situation should not have arisen in the first place. And thoughts and prayers, I'm not even religious, but you know I will possibly even say a prayer tonight um, for the families. It is just absolutely awful. And rightly so, it's worldwide news because people need to be shocked and horrified about this. People need to realise that not everyone is should have a gun, even ex-policemen. It's just absolutely gobsmackingly terrible. Uh, Bobster, I have 14, 14 grandkids. Good grief. Um, and Angela, I have three. Well, I say I've, I've just got the two. Uh, you, you've seen the eldest, the four-year-old, on the uh, let's go to um, Newark Air Museum, because I took him there for a day out. And uh, he enjoyed it thoroughly. And he does appear, and he's, he's, he's giving it loads of that in the background as well. It's quite funny, really. Uh, and it'll be very embarrassing for him when he's 18, and we kind of dig it out. Anyway, <laughs> digress. Um, breaking news as well today is that this uh, MP has been sacked. Connor, Connor, um, ooh, can't read me all right, Burtz, something like that, um, over serious allegations. Uh, he's actually in the cabinet and he has been instantly sacked. Now, oh, yes, uh, Bobster. Uh, thankfully, I've never experienced anything like that, but I can definitely... You know, I couldn't imagine anything happening to uh, to my grandkids of any anything like that. I mean, even when they get a cold or you know they're they're off school because well the the eldest is off school because he's ill. You, you you worry so something like that, yeah, absolutely horrendous. And yeah, you're right. Some you just never get over it, and that's what these families in Thail Thailand are going to have to you know live the rest of their lives knowing this. And it and you've got to think as well for the kids who are actually inside who may have been injured, um, but saw the friends being killed. It's just awful. Um, I mean, hopefully some of them will be too young to remember, but no, it's just horrendous. And anyone who loses anything, uh, any youngster, um, it, it, it's just, oh, yeah, I couldn't even, I couldn't even bear thinking about it. So yeah, sympathies uh, with everyone involved and obviously Bobster as well. Uh, like you say, you'll never get over it. Um, I was talking about a naughty uh, Conservative MP. Seems a bit pointless now, isn't it? A bit like a naughty Conservative MP. The, but I will finish, before I go to the American news though, I will finish on some very, very good news indeed. And that is, um, webuyanycar.com have sacked off um, Philip Schofield uh, because of the queue jumping. I think they missed something here. 
because they could have done another website and they could have got Holly involved as well and they could have called it uh, wejumpnyq.com um, because you know that would have been very popular very uh, and it could have you know boosted sales for webuyingacar.com a bit like you know the meerkat website that they did for the uh, comparethemarkets.com so uh, yeah Philip Schofield no longer the face of webuyingacar.com I mean those efforts were crap anyway um, but yeah that is some good news this week I know it's pretty minor <laughs> they say it's not because the company says it's the end of the contract but who knows Ryland, no 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 some other guy's got it he's uh, uh, um, um, an Instagram um, influencer or a YouTube influencer or something um, he's a he's a he's a black guy who looks about 25 something like that so it'll be interesting to see their take on it there um, noob slayer um, I'm going to let that go actually. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, if you just change one of them words, um, then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let that go. <laughs> so anyway, digressing again. I keep digressing. I, I mustn't digress. Um, so that is it for uh, the news apart from of course meanwhile in America la 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 America da, da. America la 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 America dum dum America there you go oh <laughs> I forget I've got a moderator um, <laughs> so yeah, here we are, everyone's favourite bit. Now, again, there's some pretty bad stuff in here. There's some interesting stuff, and there's some America... Do people really need to be told this stuff? So, let's um, see what's gone on in America. La 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 America. Um, first off, an American football player. Um, oh, hang on. Uh, click on that, click on that. I need to get this sorted so it fits. There you go. Uh, an American uh, football player um, is a bit upset because he's uh, been caught exposing himself um, in a pool, apparently. Um, I mean, I don't condone such actions at all um, however um, this is a picture of him actually doing it and you're thinking it's blurred out but not um, um, it's the uh, um, mm, it's blurred out but you'd be like mm, I'll be honest I'd be proud of that but maybe there are times and places <laughs> It's like, if you're going to do it, do it somewhere where, you know. Well, don't do it, actually. Only do it in private, you know. Wear those stupid tight pants that lads seem to wear at the minute. You know, if, you, if, you, if, you're, uh, if you're fortunate in that area. 
Anyway. <laughs> Another one. Sex sells at Brooklyn's slutty vegan restaurant, but parents are squirming. I'd expose that thing. Yeah, exactly. You'd, yeah. Even if you had a pair of shorts on, you'd still be exposing it, I suppose. Uh, on Wednesday afternoon, hordes of eager Brooklyners uh, lined up along a busy street in the heart of Fort Greene to the bold cry of, we've got a virgin in the building, uh, and I want a one-night stand. Uh, basically, they've come up with all these ideas. That reminds me of my drain pop outside, is leaking. <laughs> um, they've basically come up with all these dirty uh, innuendo uh, names for um, the... Uh, drinks and the food and everything and it's it's got a storm but parents don't want to take the kids there uh, yeah i can see why um now we're talking about we've been talking about mad leaders you know we've got uh putin you've got lee who apparently isn't under house arrest you've got kim jong-un uh you've got uh liz truss you've got biden but of course you've got bolsonaro um he's the brazilian president who said that uh, Covid doesn't exist, it's all a lie and then nearly died from Covid in hospital uh, he's also uh, telling his people that they can chop down the Amazon rainforest and burn it um, so that they can make money from it when the rest of the world is saying we'll give them money if they don't chop it down and burn it. The guy is basically an absolute moron um, and he's up for election and there is a guy called Lula, it's a guy not the Scottish singer you made me want to shout not her um, and they are so close in the polls that they're going to have to have another election to see who actually comes out on top fingers crossed it's Lulu um, not the uh, Bolsonaro because you know there's not much rainforest left now where are the monkeys going to live where are we going to live um, Pope Francis who's neutral as warned of nuclear risks as he appeals to Putin, Putin to stop in Ukraine. So he's he's basically told uh, Vladimir Putin to uh, order a ceasefire and stop this spiral of dire, uh, violence and death um, and has said that it's an absurd, uh, absurd risk of uncontrollable consequences of nuclear attack. And this is the Pope who are you know, meant to be neutral. Um, the head of the Saprosa uh, uh, nuclear plant has been released. I didn't even know he'd been captured. Now, the, the, the power station is occupied by the Russians um, and the UN went there. I don't know whether they're still there or not. They said they were going to stay, but we don't know. Um, but the guy who ran it um, has, has been uh, detained uh, by Russia um, and they, they call it an act of terror because he's like the main guy who knows how to do it uh, the nuclear, yeah the UN guys are still there but like I've said many times it's just scary that there's so many old nuclear power stations in Eastern Europe that let's be honest are not in the best condition anyway and there's a war going on around them and at them as well North Korea Kim Jong-un Oh, gotta love him. Um, fires a ballistic missile over Japan, and residents have been warned to take cover. 
uh, North Korea fired a ballistic missile over Japan on Tuesday. Um, now this is in protest to the actions that have been taken by uh, uh, the USA and Japan um, doing various different um, military manoeuvres in the sky and on the sea um, in the area of uh, North Korea. Uh, South Korea joined in as well I think on the, uh, the sea trials that went on. But they were protesting about the missiles that were being fired by North Korea. So we were in this continual spiral thing of going on. And it's, I mean, Trump was a, you know, but, I mean, he, he quietened down North Korea for a few years. So, you know, maybe bring Boris back, bring Trump back. Um, how's this for being sick? Um... A Florida man used an infant as a human shield uh, before he got tasered and then arrested. Um, he's basically holding up what looks like a doll, but is a baby in a onesie, uh, whatever you call them, a uh, baby girl, um, so that the police won't shoot him. I mean, again, uh, that is just sick. The family was stranded after uh, a shocking Airbnb discovery. Now, I didn't know that if you get an Airbnb um, building, i.e., uh, uh, you know, waterside chalet or whatever, there's a possibility there could be someone else staying there. I didn't know that. Um, but this one isn't that. Um, it was still under construction. Uh, it was a bit, it reminded me a little bit of a Carry On movie. I think it was called Carry On Abroad, where they all went to Spain. Um, and it was like in the 1970s and Spain was like growing really rapidly and they basically moved into a building site and I think Bernard Cribbins played a Spaniard builder or something weird uh, but yeah, it, these things still go on apparently so family members were left shocked when they turned up to their Airbnb in Byron Bay only to discover it was under construction um, she took to TikTok to uh, explain how her sister and 11 other relatives Travel, travelled to the popular coastal town for a wedding, but were left stranded on the side of the road. Um, uh, Airbnb, I've, I've never used it, but it's basically instead of booking a hotel room, so instead of going to Premier Inn or Hilton or whatever, um, you 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 hire a building. Um, so it could be like an old farmhouse or a mansion house or a an apartment or something, but. You don't. You're not hiring the whole building. Um, now the only reason I know this is because that Vinub or whatever they're called say that uh, you know why go on a holiday? Why share a holiday with someone you wouldn't go on holiday with? And that's because Airbnb, all the rooms are separate. So you, you if there's five rooms in a building, five bedrooms in a building, and you hire out three of them, there could be the other two rooms could be occupied by people you don't know. So it's like being in a hotel with strangers, but one kitchen, one living room, one pool, one garden, one whatever. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a bit weird. Uh, but they made millions from it. Billions, in fact. But yeah, this one wasn't even built. So there was no one there apart from the builders. Um, uh, South Korea and USA conducted North uh, missile drill after the North missile test. So, like I said, we're in this continuing circle. So South Korea and the US military fired a volley of missiles into the sea in response to North Korea's 
uh, launch of the missile over Japan. This is not going to end well, is it? Never mind. At least there's a sensible, coherent gentleman in charge of America. Oh, it's Biden and it, I forgot. Uh, Biden rants, only press in the world that does this, overshouted questions. President Biden on Tuesday ranted about the White House press corp for a core for their standard and long-time practice of shouting questions as reporters were ushered out of events. Now, has he never seen European um, people walking around, leaders? I mean, you know, they come out of Downing Street and there's some journalist shouting something, are you going to resign then? Do you think you've done enough to save the economy? I mean, it's a common thing for journalists to do. I think it's very unprofessional, to be fair. Because um, they, they ain't going to get an answer. They're not going to have someone come in. Yes, um, are you going to resign, uh, you know, Prime Minister? Well, actually, funny you ask me that, because um, I think I will. They're never going to say that. So it just makes them look tacky and cheap. And I think one of the worst ones is, um, oh, what's she called? I don't like her. She's on Sky. She's the political woman with the bob cut. And she went to a party and, and then had the audacity to... Uh, have a go at Boris for the party gate when she'd been suspended from Sky News because she'd gone to a party with Kate Burley. <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, Biden's going on about getting shouted at. Um, it's what happens. Beth Rigby, that's the one. She, she was on um, newscast last night, which I thought was a bit weird, uh, sat next to uh, Robert Peston uh, on the BBC. Oh, this is very odd. Um, and some of the stuff they come out with was interesting, but it, it was just Beth Rigby, and I'm like, no, it's skin crawls. Anyway, um, a Florida deputy, uh, Blaine Lane, is that his name? Blaine Lane. Yeah, deputy Blaine Lane. I thought that's where it, where it happened, sorry. Uh, 21 was killed by friendly fire as cops sought to serve a warrant. A young Florida deputy was killed in the line of duty uh, and he was struck by friendly fire when a sheriff personnel attempted to serve a warrant on the alleged meth dealer. Uh, he, he was caught in the gunfire after uh, the suspect pointed a BB gun that looked like a real handgun. Um, now, you'd think there'd be training going on for the police not to shoot when there's a police officer between you and the person you're shooting. I mean, this young man, again, whole life ahead of him. Uh, I mean, they've only got this one picture of him, but Luke's a decent, you know, hard-working guy. He's managed to become a, uh, a deputy. Uh, so he, he's done well in his short 21 years and gets mown down by one of his, his, his colleagues. Uh, it, it, uh, it's America, isn't it? I just, I just don't get I just don't understand America. I really don't. I really, really don't. Um, and then there was a, another... A uh, police officer who, who got killed uh, on a training exercise. Um, and uh, it turns out, after a bit of investigation, that he was investigating the people he was on training duties with, uh, i.e. other police officers, for a rape allegation. And then he mysteriously gets killed on a training exercise with the people who he is allegedly um, um, examining for a rape case and you're like there was a thing a couple of weeks ago about the police saying that you know a lot of deputies have been 
uh, put on sick leave because of their mental health state. I think they need to really rethink what they're doing over in America if the police are actually killing each other. Never mind um, any black person they seem to see uh, on the street. They put a bullet in them as well. I mean, you know, we have we have trust issues with our police. But, I mean, you know, I, I think one reason I wouldn't go to America, apart from that I don't have a passport, is the fact that uh, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't trust the police. Uh, and, you know, that should be the first thing you, you trust. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, you trust sportsmen, don't you? Uh, particularly sports where you use your brain and you use a lot of intellect. You know, like, I don't know, chess, for example. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, Hans Niemann is likely to have cheated over 100 times in online chess matches. Uh, this 19-year-old cha champion is likely uh, likely to have received illegal assistance on more than 100 online games as recently as two years ago, and some of them included prize money. Now, the question is, if you are a grandmaster chess player, you're incredibly dull, but um, if you need help from someone else to win games where there's money involved, why don't you have the other person playing the game for you and then share the money afterwards. I mean, cheating in anything but cheating in chess. Apparently he had something inserted in his uh, his, his, his bottom area uh, which vibrated and that told him what to move and where to move. I mean, I'm sure they could put a little earpiece in or put something inside his mouth because if you if you go back to the World War Two, they had um, microphones in the planes, uh, particularly Lancaster bombers, uh, that were actually attached to the throat, and they were actually strapped into the throat, because if you talk and put your your fingers on your throat, you can feel the vibrations, and the vibration is what is your voice, so it's uh, it makes sense to do that. So surely, if you can hear things through your head. They put something in. They go like uh, queen to uh, right bishop left. I don't understand chess, as you can probably test. And as um, Bob's has put, I I struggle with drafts. I do as well. Um, I've got to get some more insulation in. I think. Right. This seems reasonable. The FBI tracked Aretha Franklin for forty years. Um, Aretha Franklin was tracked by the FBI for forty years as they urgently, repeatedly sought, but ultimately flayed, uh, failed to tie the Queen of Soul to extremists and radicals. Uh, it's 270 page documents. Uh, I mean, whenever I saw and listened to Aretha Franklin, the first thing I thought of was, um, you know, uh, the troublemaker, uh, mixing with the wrong people, um, you know, all that kind of thing. But for 40 years, mind you, it's America. She's black. They're going to do it, aren't they? Uh, Russians' forces are drunk, armed with obsolete weapons in Ukraine. Um, soldiers in Russia's newly formed Third Army Corps are, are fighting in Ukraine, uh, are often drunk, plagued by low morale, and forced to use obsolete weapons on the battlefield, which is what I basically said before. Uh, the Kremlin called together the formation in June to replace the tens of thousands of troops killed or injured since the start of the invasion in February. Um, I feel for these guys. I really, really do. 
Um, they've been put in a situation that they shouldn't be in, as were the original soldiers as well. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people are going to lose, uh, a lot of families are going to lose their young men. Um, and it is going to be horrendous for a long while to come uh, in Russia. I mean, in Ukraine it's horrendous as well, but I mean, the Russians are just putting their own people Putin got attracted today for his 70th birthday. Ah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, maybe he could drive it somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> uh, an Irishman makes history after rowing from New York City to Ireland. This is a good news story. Uh, what an awesome feat. Awesome feat. I mean, come on, it's not the sun. An Irishman made history on Tuesday when he became the first person in the world to row from New York City to Galway Island, spending a grueling 120, 112 days at sea. Uh, he's 42-year-old, he looks about 60 on that picture, but I mean, to be honest, he's been on his own in rowing for uh, 112 days. Uh, you're going to look a bit rough, aren't you? Um, but, you know, we always say the Irish are thick. You know, what's, what's the old joke? Uh, you get an Irish guy coming into the... Uh, the building site uh, and there's two spades lent up against the wall and you say to the uh, the, the new guy uh, take your pick and he's still there for half an hour looking for the pick um, but he's, he's actually rowed from New York to Ireland now the, the 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 wind blows we get all our weather everything comes from America so it's the right way to do it. If I if I was doing it, I would do it from America to Europe. I wouldn't do it from Europe to America because you're going against the wind, the weather, everything. But it's, it's kind of, you know? So, yeah, should be president of Ireland. The intelligence like that, definitely. Uh-oh, back to America. Um... Go, uh, Gover Governor Kathy Hutchell used a helicopter to visit New Yorkers struggling at the pump. She took a two and a half thousand dollar uh, helicopter ride so she could just stand near a BP station to get a photo opportunity so she could sympathise with the people who can't afford to fill up the car because of the rising gas prices. Yeah, only in America. Uh, except it's not. Um, here we go. A Chechen leader is to send his teen sons to fight in Ukraine. The Chechen leader is earning brownie points. He's bragged about sending his three teenage sons to fight for Russia on the front line of the Ukraine war. His sons are 16, 15 and 14. Uh, they are ready to use their skills to defend the motherland... I'm not kidding. There's a lot of I'm not kidding from Russia and his allies. Um, when have we ever thought that Russia kids about anything? Um, but he's, he's the one who's even saying that Russia should use nuclear weapons. Um, he's been referred to as a strongman leader. Is he the one who is a DJ as well? Um, yeah, I think... I don't know what's happening there. I think he might be trying to headbutt him, but then, you know, went off it at the beginning. So, yeah, the boy looks terrified next to Putin. 
But yeah, you wouldn't send your 16-year-old son to a war zone, less so if you've got a 15-year-old and a 14-year-old as well. Send them all off to war. I I mean, the, the sad thing is, if anything happens to them three, uh, he is going to be so riled that he'll probably do something stupid. And it might not be Putin we need to be scared of. It's this guy. Or this guy. Uh, Elon Musk uh, did a Twitter poll uh, on the annexed areas of Ukraine. Because Elon Musk is such a level-headed, well-rounded gentleman. Um, he did a yes-no survey, which uh, he was asking his many millions of followers uh, what they should do with the now annexed uh, regions of Ukraine. And oddly, Zelensky took offence to that, and rightly so as well. So yeah, Elon Musk, you might be one of the richest men in the world, but you ain't going to beat a fight with uh, Zelensky. Um, then you got this BS going on, Putin. Now, when he annexed the uh, uh, when he annexed the uh, areas of Ukraine, they 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 had this massive pop concert and everything, and there are all these flags, all these people shipped in. But then there's images of it from a different angle. And there's nowhere near as many people. It's a bit like when you, you know, when you see when there's a general election on and the leader of the opposition or the Liberal Democrats or even the Prime Minister, the incumbent Prime Minister, uh, goes on a, uh, to a town like Bradford or a city, but or, or Wigan. Um, and then you see them in the news and they're surrounded by all these people holding, you know, placards like, you know, vote Tory, vote Labour, vote whatever. Um, and they're all cheering, and he's going, yeah, we can make a difference to the country, blah, blah, blah. And then you get a distant shot, and literally there's just about 20, 30 people stood around him, and then there's about the same number of news crew, and then no one else is bothered at all. Well, basically, that's what that was. And then it turns out that there was fake canned cheering put in there as well. Um, so, to make him feel good, probably, uh, it... <laughs> It, it, it would be funny if it wasn't so tragic on so many levels. Right, the Russian TV protester. protester um, now, if you remember, uh, a long while ago, uh, beginning of the war, um, the on live news, uh, Russian state news, this woman came up with a, a handwritten uh, board saying... Uh, no to the war, uh, we must not invade Ukraine, uh, a bit of Russian and a bit of English written on it and all that. And I just assumed that she'd be killed. Um, but she wasn't killed, she was uh, let go from her job. Um, and now they've decided that they want to arrest her uh, and she's now on the run. And if, I mean, you know, we say that um, Zelensky's got, um, you know, spherical objects between his legs which are visible from Mars. Well, I think this woman here who held up that sign has, has got an equally strong pair, if not bigger. Because, I mean, she lives in Russia, she works for Russian State TV, and she still did that anyway. Um, hi, Reese. Hope you're well. Um, let's go back to Ukraine, because, well, it's like the main news, isn't it? 
there apparently I didn't know this but there's I want to live a surrender hotline that's been set up it's a newly launched Ukraine hotline offering Russian soldiers a chance to surrender and stay alive and lots of uh, draftees according to Ukrainian officials uh, I've been ringing up this line now we've got to remember there's a war going on and when there's a war going on you only get to hear one side of the story so I take this with a bit of a pinch of salt but I believe it more coming from Ukraine than I would do if it was the other way around um, but yeah uh, there's basically a helpline to help the Russian soldiers surrender um, and not get killed um, there may be there may not be but hopefully there is this is a sensible sign uh, no firearms allowed in this property um, states uh, with relaxed concealed carry laws seek a spike in violent crime so basically states in America where it is legal to have a gun concealed on your person i.e. under a jacket uh, in the back of your jeans or whatever have got more gun crime than states where you have to have your gun in a holster on your hip or visible um, who'd have thought who'd have thought that people walking around with a gun that's hidden would be more likely to use it than someone who's walking around with a gun that's not hidden I mean, people walking around with guns, they're going to use a gun anyway, but you're more likely to do it, apparently, if it's concealed. So if you've got a concealed weapon, you are more dangerous. Now, there was a tragedy on a film set, uh, Alec Baldwin's uh, Western Cold Rust. Um, the uh, uh, photography, director of photography uh, lady was... Um, killed with a blank gun being fired at her by Alec Baldwin um, I don't think we'll ever know the truth about this uh, it's not the first time it's happened uh, Bruce Lee, not Bruce Lee um, his son um, died from a very very similar thing on a movie set where a blank gun was fired um, and either something come out of it and hit him in his chest or it was just a shockwave coming out of it hit him in his chest and, and he died from that as well. Anyway, there was a lot of kerfuffle about it. Filming was rightly stopped. Uh, police looked into it very so Brandon Lee, that's it. Uh, the Crow. Um, it was... It was... Uh, everything was rightly done, i.e. everything was stopped, inquiries um, and all this kind of stuff. And now they're, they're going to start filming it again. Now, I think... Forget it. Who's going to go and watch a movie where someone died and the star of the movie is the guy who fired the gun um, it, you know it's it's doomed before it even starts uh, any money that you should have spent uh, or you could spend on that movie finishing it off should be given to the family to the kids of this poor woman um, so they've got a chance of a decent life and going to university and all that kind of thing anyway Princess Anne makes a surprise visit to New York City and she takes a ride on the Staten Island Ferry. Now, if you were watching last week, you'll remember 
uh, that there was a, uh, a thing about Staten Island. Um, let's see if I can find it, because I've still got my pictures from last week. There it is. Which basically said, Staten Island has the best rated means on, in an online survey. So men from Staten Island um, have the best in America, according to an online website where you post a picture of your and people rate it out of 10. And apparently, uh, if you're on Staten Island, you get an average of 8.89. I only got an average of 1.2, which is still more than the inches. But anyway, that's another story for another day. So it was Staten Island, and then a week later, Princess Anne goes to America and gets on a ferry to Staten Island. Now, I, I, I think she's happily married, so I don't see her reasoning for getting on a ferry, I mean that very ferry, to go to Staten Island. I mean, she's 72 years old, for God's sake. Um, but, you know, I suppose, you know, if you, if you like that kind of thing, you'd be like it until, you know, the day you, you're not able to do anything. But, yeah, and then we, we thought Andy was the, uh, you know, but no. The Queen would not have been amused with this if she was alive. Well, yeah, what you mean with me taking the mickey? Or her going over to Staten Island to look at uh, sausages? Junk. Can you take me? Can you take me to see the best? Can you take me to see the best junk, please? Certainly, Ma. This is Brian. Drops his pants. Oh my word! Oh, oh, oh! Actually, oh, yeah, yes. Oh, very nice. Have you got any more? Um. <laughs> rescuers flock together to save 275 parrots stranded by Ian. Now, there's not an evil person who's miraculously stranded 275 parrots it's Hurricane Ian that um, went through so they're saying they don't shake theirs after a wee they kick it <laughs> uh, yeah to be fair yeah there's a a kind of distant friend of mine um, and uh, one of his ex-girlfriends got really upset when he, he they, they split up. I don't know whether he split up with her or she split up with him. He's only a young lad. He's in his 20s. Uh, and she said, but, uh, oh, yeah, he obviously split up with her. You can't split up with me because you've got the perfect penis. And we're all like, what? Um, and he told his mates that his ex-girlfriend said that she didn't want to break with him because he's got the perfect penis. And you're like... What does that mean? Is that, is that you know, like it's, you know, like the guy in the pool earlier on? Or is it like small but perfectly formed? Is it, you know, it, and, and, you know, a few people of his close friends, not me at all, have caught a glimpse every now and then. Um, and they said we don't know to see what she's on about, unless she's just been going out with people who've got, you know, like, well, people like me, I suppose. But anyway, yeah, uh, so we, we call him, uh, we, well, we just refer to him as uh, PP now, because he's got the perfect... 
Anyway, uh, we digress. Yeah, Ian, cruel Ian, um, has left these... <laughs> ...have put uh, 275 parrots um, in little boxes and, and rescued them. Um, but they had to also collect their two lemurs as well, apparently. Um, oh, there are some of the world's rarest parrots. I thought a parrot was a parrot, I'll be honest. Uh, and it was called Operations Noah's Ark. Um, so, yeah, it's nice uh, that people look after animals. Um, but not all animals are good animals, that's the thing. Um, for example, a raccoon has caused, well, maybe two raccoons, two separate power outages in Texas. Uh, pesky raccoons have caused two separate power outages in Texas, including one that left the entire city of Shingun near San Antonio without electricity for an hour. Now, maybe that's what we should do in the UK, where we should get some uh, raccoons in, and then rather than having outages that are plans, let the raccoons, let the raccoons decide when they're going to do it. Uh, it could have been a coordinated strike. They could have, could have been sent over by Putin. I mean, yeah, they look a bit dodgy, don't they? <laughs> a Texas man allegedly destroyed the Queen's church statue and then defecated on a sign. Uh, I mean, that's quite impressive, I'll be honest with you. A Texas man was charged with a hate crime and a slew of other offences after uh, allegedly vandalising a Mother Mary statue and defecating on a sign at Queen's Church. Now, they refer to it as a blasphemous crime, which reminds me of my favourite song by Depeche Mode, which is Blasphemous Rumours, which is so dark, it's amazing. Uh, fantastic song. Um, but yeah, a, uh, <laughs> uh, he drove, uh, allegedly drove his car into the front lawn of Mary's Nativity, St Anne's Church in Flushing, on Monday, uh, and barrel rolled over a sign. Um, I mean, how you can defecate... The, the bit that gets me is how you can defecate on a sign. I mean, do you do it stood up and kind of reverse into it and defecate? Or do you knock the sign down and do it that way? Or do you do it like a dirty protest and just do it and then get your hand and just smear it? I don't know, but anyway. I did want to read more, but I'll be honest, I felt a bit sick after reading the defecating bit, so I didn't bother. Um... Fourth Worth Police uh, parody a car dealership commercials in viral recruitment video. So basically, they're doing one of these, Hey, look at this car here. Do you want to be a policeman? Do you want to go around shooting black people? Well, why don't you become... I mean, that's what basically the police do, isn't it? Um, I think it's a clever idea, but I think it rather demeans the fact that uh, the police have, have actually got a very serious job to do. No? Someone who's got a very dangerous job is this guy. Um, he was caught hopping from um, mini rooftops of his hotel that he worked at, 304 feet up in the air. And it turns out he wasn't a stuntman, he wasn't a madman. He'd been set up there to check for leaks because these bits that stick out have domes on them and the, one of them was leaking. So he was jumping from one to the other, 304 feet up in the air. Uh, and all he said was, it's just uh, just doing my job. Uh, no. no, no health and safety equipment, not even a 
a hat, not that it doing much good. But uh, yeah, scary. Not as scary as a snake though. A Queen's man smuggled a Burmese pythons, plural, in his pants over the border. Now, it might have been this American football that we've been going on about with this python. Uh, but no, this is a, uh, a Queen's man who allegedly tried to smuggle three Burmese pythons into the US by stuffing them down his pants and hopping on a bus from Canada across the border. Um, he could face up to 20 years behind bars. He should be in a circus. I mean, you know, over here we might put the odd ferret down our pants. I mean, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Is that a Burmese python or are you just happy to see me? Very good, Reese. Um, it, 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 it beggars belief, doesn't it? It's like... Um, or he could get fined a quarter of a million bucks. To be fair, he, he, if he does get fined a quarter of a million dollars, he could probably do a GoFundMe and say, look, I had three Burmese pythons in my pants. Send me a dollar. And he'd probably get about $10 million and be able to move to wherever the Burmese pythons come from, which, I'm thinking about it, would be Burma. Anyway. Czechs are trolling Russia with a mock annexation of Kaliningrad. Um, some Czechs are trolling Russia with a mock movement to annex the country's isolated Kaliningrad region. Uh, and one elected official even held a Twitter referendum on the issue. I mean, Russia is just becoming the laughingstock of the world. You know, Putin, we might get statues of Putin all around the world as, you know, as a clown. Um... Him and, him and um, Liz Trust together dressed as clowns. Oh, oh yeah. It's got to be done, hasn't it? Uh, but yeah, even Czechoslovakia, or Czech Republic, or whatever it's called now, is taking the mickey out of Vladimir Putin. Um, if you remember the oil leaks, uh, the gas pipe explosions that uh, allegedly happened uh, on Nord Stream 1 and 2 last week, um, the Swedish uh, have found... Uh, signs of detonations uh, they've gone down to um, have a look and they have seized evidence of what caused the ruptures but they're not providing details so they've been down had a look it's only five miles down it's not that far in the scheme of things uh, and other ones were a lot closer to the uh, surface so we may get more of what actually caused these five explosions uh, on the Nord Stream gas supply, which is one reason why we may have gas power cuts ourselves at some point. Uh, Biden, that sensible man, is to pardon all federal convictions of simple marijuana, uh, mar marijuana, whatever, uh, possession. The White House announced on Thursday that President Biden will take action pardoning about 6,500 people convicted federally for mar marijuana possession and thousands more under DC local law. Um, I've lived with someone who was on uh, the green stuff and was adamant it doesn't cause any mental health issues or anything like that. And I saw him deteriorate rapidly and we ended up uh, having a massive fallout, obviously. I was trying to help him. Um, and then he ended up breaking out and stealing stuff so he could buy more drugs. Now, legalising it... I, I'm, I'm not for legalising anything that messes with the head. But then, you know, when I finish this, I'm going to have some Guinness and get a little bit drunk, which is messing with my head. So, I'm, I'm once again, I'm contradicting myself. 
because alcohol is a drug, as is nicotine in cigarettes, which I don't do, and obviously drugs are drugs, but you've got to have a standard, you've got to have some kind of, this is what you mustn't do, and if someone gets found with a 10 bag, then, yeah, you know, take it off and say, look, don't do it again, off you go, sunny, um, but if they get found with 110 bags, then lock them up, but how far do you push it? There are, there are genuine reasons why it is good for some people. It does help with some people's mental health. It definitely helps with people who are in chronic pain. Um, so do you do you medicalise it in that respect? Um, it, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Uh, I was watching... Um, what was I watching? Oh, Coronation Street I was watching. And they did the old, uh, let's give the, uh, the bishop... Um, 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 brownies with 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 uh, drugs in it and watch him get happy and oh it'd be funny and all that kind of thing and I'm like yeah you're kind of belittling a problem which you know a lot of people kind of start off with a bit of a, a joint every now and then or whatever but it can for certain people end up escalating like my ex-mate um, to a, a, a case where they're, they're doing crime to buy the 10 bags and everything they end up doing other drugs and then ends up being a lot worse. So where do you draw the line? I don't know. I'm, I, I'd have to talk to a lot of people if I was in charge about that. I wouldn't make a rush decision on it. But it, 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 I don't think what Biden's done is necessarily the right thing. But then again, I don't necessarily think it's the wrong thing. Uh, right, the UAE. Now... Saudi Arabia, the UAE, apparently helps with shakes and tremors for those with, yeah, like I said, with Parkinson's. Yeah, Reese, you're right. It's got medical benefits. Um, I get that. And I know people, you know, back in the Middle Ages and, and in certain countries where it grew readily would smoke it as well. Um, but I think it's a, it's a bit too well. Alcoholics go stealing as well, don't they? Yeah, it's we'll, we'll save that for another day. We'll part that one with me undecided. Um, but one thing I'm not undecided about: um, most people start alcohol first. Your mate was obviously going downhill anyway. That won't do that. It's other drugs. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Um, it's a complicated thing. The human mind is a complicated thing, isn't it? I mean. You know, how can I remember having naps at nursery, which was like 50 year ago or whatever? Um, what, how can I remember that? How can I remember playing Thunderbirds on a slide in this little thing here when there's been 50 years plus of other stuff going on that I can remember quite a lot of? Uh, and then we, we mess it all up by putting things in our bodies that makes our mind go a bit loopy, but then we can still remember stuff. It's, it is, yeah, and, and different people are affected in different ways, aren't they? I mean, you know, there's th that big thing about if you played Call of Duty, you were, you were going to be a mass murderer. Well, no, I think if you're going to be a mass murderer and circumstances conspire to send you down that route, I don't think whether you play Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto is going to make any difference to you because there are considerably more people, including me, who play... Grand Theft Auto and Battlefield and, and stuff like that, not Call of Duty, I do have taste. Um, 
who've never gone around murdering people with machine guns or knives or run people over deliberately. Um, so, just I said deliberately then because I've never actually run anyone over. But I didn't want to say I've never run anyone over because I probably will run someone over now. And I'll think, damn, uh, it's because I said I've never run anyone over. So I said deliberately, but then it made me sound like I'd run people over undeliberately. Anyway, you get me drift. Is legal alcohol? Yeah. I oh, know, and I, I do alcohol, so I can't, yeah, and that's what I mean. It's those in glass houses and all that, isn't it? It's a mad, mad world. And again, alcohol, I've <laughs> got a picture of a shake-up there, alcohol is not a thing. Um, but, you know, alcohol has been around for, you know, centuries, if not longer. Um, and it's not just us who have it, there, there are creatures who eat berries that are fermented, uh, and and they get intoxicated. Uh, there was that bear that had that um, that honey uh, a couple of weeks ago that was in the back of the truck. If you remember, if, again, if you're a regular watcher, you, you'll remember that. Uh, was it called magic honey or something? Um, you know, there's all these different things that are, are stimulants and stuff. And I suppose anything in moderation is okay, but it's when it starts taking over, and that's the problem. And yeah, I do know people who've become alcoholics. I do know people who've um, become you know, serious drug addicts and all that. Thankfully, not many, and they're not necessarily close friends, but they are people I know. Uh, and it is it is a, a fairly sad situation that people find themselves in. Um, and whose fault is it? Is it society's fault? Is it the manufacturer's fault? Even animals can't resist. No, that is true. Oh, my cat is still suffering from her uh, licking my baking tray when I did my recipe for spicy uh, chicken wings. Um, she, I thought she was over it, but she's not. She keeps lick, licking her bottom. <laughs> I'm like, oh dear. Cat's digestive systems must be more sensitive than ours. But I suppose they're not used to it, so yeah, they will be. Anyway, uh, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, uh, have decided to cut oil production in line with Russia um, so that the price goes up. So basically it's going to make them richer. So they're cashing in on the Russian war. Basically they're supporting Putin. So rather than saying, don't get your oil from Russia, don't get your gas from Russia, we'll give it you, we'll produce more. We're not going to charge you less, but we'll produce more and we're more reliable than not. I mean, their human rights violations, well... They're not as bad as Putin's at the moment, but they ain't far off. Um, like I said before, we are relying too much on countries like these. You know, we if we move all our oil and things and gas to these countries, then what's to stop them doing something that makes us think, oh, well, we can't buy off them anymore, which is why we need to sort our own stuff out for the time being, use our own oil, get back to getting the oil out. We can do it better now so we can get oil that we couldn't get before, uh, get the natural gases out. Uh, whilst we build the small little nuclear power stations that will give us guaranteed energy forever and ever and ever um, and just make sure that we replace them in plenty of time for future generations. Um, but we can't be relying on people like this because OPEC, again, if you're of a certain age, you remember that OPEC held the world to ransom. There were oil shortages, there were petrol shortages. Some of them weren't even that long ago. I mean, I've lived in this house for 30 years and at the end of the street, there were cars queuing up for the petrol station, which was then at the top of the street since closed down. Um, because they couldn't get the oil, because the uh, OPEC had um, decided to completely restrict oil production. And they've done it before as well. Um, I can't remember why we had the power cuts in the 70s. Was that anything to do with them as well? 
I don't know. Hey Keegan Stout, hope you're well. Um, so the US oil companies are pushing Biden to allow domestic drilling uh, in America, obviously, because OPEC have cut the production uh, in line with what Russia are doing as well. And although America is one of the biggest polluters, not the biggest polluter in the world, along with China and India and Russia, um, they need oil and they need a reliable source of oil and worst case scenario we get oil off them so we need to have drilling going on whilst we build nuclear power stations which are going to take decades to build you can't build 10 nuclear power stations um, in England uh, the United Kingdom at the same time you just can't do it because you need specialist builders to do it so it's going to take a long time to do it then you've got to do it in Europe, then you've got to do it in America, then you've got to do it in all the other countries as well. Nuclear power is a lot safer now than it was when I was a kid. It's certainly a lot safer from the nuclear power stations that are currently in the former Soviet Union, i.e. Ukraine, um, the former Yugoslavia, um, um, Lithuania and countries like that. Um, so yeah, it's... <clears throat> kind of thing. Um, oh, we're talking about games. Have you ever played DayZ? Uh, Daisy, uh, no, I tried once, but I couldn't meet my friend because I was at the other side of the map and it's in real time, and I couldn't be asked aging five years, getting over to where he was. So uh, yeah, uh, and the graphics weren't very good either. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm not not that I'm into graphics or anything, but I'm into graphics. Um, a U.S. tourist smashes two ancient Vatican busts after being denied a papal visit. So an American tourist smashed up two. Uh, Roman sculptures have to be told he couldn't see Pope Francis at the Vatican. Um, yeah, I mean, I must admit, if I went to the Vatican, I'd be very surprised if I didn't get to see the Pope. I mean, some people just, you know, unless it was Biden, I've said that he wouldn't have the strength to actually get near the uh, the Roman busts, would he? He'd probably need to have to sit down or something. Uh, North Korea, spelt wrong, flies warplanes near South Africa. Uh, near South Africa. <laughs> near South Korea after missile launches. So, like I said earlier on, this is a continuing circle of, you know, oh, you've done that, I'll do this. Oh, you did that, did you? Because I did that. Well, I'm going to do this now. All oh, right, so you did that now, did you? Well, I'm going to do this. It's like kids. Um, you watch the Deaf Diamonds. No, I never watched any series. I don't watch telly. Um, so North Korea and South Korea are just, and America are just going, nah, 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 I can do this, my dad's bigger than your dad, and all that kind of stuff, and it's just a bit pathetic, really. Uh, so yeah, North Korea, we need to keep an eye on North Korea. And then finally, two Russian men sail to Alaska in a boat to avoid the draft, and then they try and seek uh, um, asylum in Alaska, which is part of America. Uh it's a 300-mile journey they went on from Igrinut to a sleepy Alaskan island of St. Lawrence to avoid fighting in the nation's brutal war against Ukraine. Um, now, what a lot of people forget that Russia and... Uh, whoop, that's the wrong one. Russia and uh, America are very, very close together. Um, 
we kind of forget that I can't it's on no you can't see it on this globe but they are within practical gobbin distance of each other they made it from oh you want me to say it again do you you you're a cruel cruel person ignat <sighs> Um, <laughs> sound like someone whose batteries have run out. Oh, I'm back to the chess player again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is it for this week. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been a mad one. Um, I think the only thing we can we can really leave uh, the image we can leave up without doubt is. Um, this image. So yeah, no wonder he's smiling. That's all I can say. <laughs> You're alright. Uh, I do this every week. Um, I occasionally do some live streaming of playing games. At the moment, who was asking about the games? Uh, Keegan. At the moment, I'm playing uh, Battlefield 2042. And I'm also playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. It's Tripod Man. Oh, you weren't here earlier. You weren't here earlier, mate. Yeah. Um, the guy is in trouble for exposing himself in a swimming pool. And, be honest, if I was like that, I'd probably expose myself as well. GTA is unreal. That's the whole point of GTA. It's unreal. What I like about GTA is the fact that it's like playing out. I mean, you know, if one of my mates come round and said, oh, do you want to come play out? I'd be like, God, what you, you know, I'm not, I've got any mates. But GTA, you've got all these cars, you've got guns, you've got rocket launchers, you've got helicopters, you've got planes, you've got boats, you've got this scenery you can drive on, you can do massive jumps, you can go around and annoy people, you can try and do things and not get shot by people. It is basically playing out, but online. So, uh, yeah, Stephen. Anyway, um, thank you very much for watching. Uh, I'm not playing tonight. Um, uh, it's uh, a not a night that I'm going to play, I'll be honest, because uh, I've got some TV to catch up on and some beer to drink, and then I probably will actually play later on. But I, we're talking silly o'clock. I, I normally come on about half twelve and I'm on till like two, three o'clock in the morning. But it doesn't happen every night, so don't don't set your things on that. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, don't forget to click the like button. Don't forget to share these streams with friends. And don't forget these are available on podcast as well. So you can listen back to it whilst you're at work or on the bus or on the train uh, or doing your, your, your jog or whatever. You can listen back to it and think, oh, I, I didn't hear that bit then. And obviously you can watch it back as well. Uh, it's alright, don't worry. Um, you take care anyway, look after yourselves. Uh, big shout out to Keegan Stout, Reese, Angela O'Kane, new mod uh, moderator. Uh, the Bobster. Uh, we also had um, JT in earlier as well. Um, and what else have we had? Uh, Noob Slayer. Uh, he was on earlier as well. Oh, they were on earlier. What's not? Uh, stay green, stay in the woods, stay safe. War Reddit, who popped up. Oh yeah, cost of living is crazy. 
Uh, oh no, that was that was after he said to him to view the live chat. Live chat. Um, so yeah, everyone's got a shout out who's said something. So uh, yeah, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Don't do anything daft. If you're in America, put your gun away. And I'll see you again next time. Until then. <laughs> Bye. Tuesday nights too. Oh yeah, Tuesday nights live stream when I'm driving. But I can't read what you're writing on the live streams when I'm driving because I'm driving. And often I put the uh, sun visor down as well. So I don't get distracted by seeing, when I look in the rearview mirror, I see what's in front of me. And I'm like, what? So yeah, I put the uh, thing there. So even if you are writing, I can't see. But you can chat amongst yourself as well. Amongst yourselves, not amongst yourself. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, lorry counting. We do a bit of lorry counting as well. 14 last time, I remember rightly. Anyway, thank you for watching. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. Uh, and I will see you all again next time. Until then, I'll be seeing you. Bye. So there you go then. Uh, another live stream, another two hours. Um, bit of fun. Don't forget to... Um, someone's just put love you on the uh, chat. But I can't respond to it because I've, I've ended the broadcast. Um, <laughs> don't forget to share these... Uh, these podcasts with your friends, relatives, whatever. Uh, they are perfect, like I say, for if you're on a, a bus um, or you're in the back of a car or on a train or doing your jog or whatever. You don't have to lift the whole thing in one go. And it doesn't cost you anything either, so it's, it's all good. Anyway, thanks for listening. All being well. Um, I'll speak to you again next week. Until then, bye.